Welcome to the Sales Influence Podcast, where we talk about finding the why and how people buy. I'm your host, Victor Antonio. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for lending me your ears. Today, I want to talk about a simple phrase, functional fixedness. Ooh, that's a cool psychological phrase. Functional fixedness occurs when you, for example, you don't see something and it's right in front of you. It's like you just can't see it. You ever misplaced your keys? And then somebody goes, well, they're right there. They're right in front of you. And, and that's one way of looking at functional fixedness. The other way of looking at functional fixedness is that you see something for one application, but you don't see yourself applying it to something else. In other words, if you have a certain tool, that tool is just for that. For example, if you have, I don't know, let's say a paperclip. You think a paperclip is just to hold papers, but maybe there's more ways to use a paperclip. In my courses, in my workshops, I do this exercise where I tell people, hey, here's a paperclip. What I want you to do is find different uses for a paperclip. Now, they got to be good ideas, solid ideas, million-dollar ideas, go. And then the audience starts writing different ideas. And I'm telling them, okay, now make sure they're good ideas, the type of ideas you won't be embarrassed to present in front of this group. And I give them some time to write it down. And what happens is after about maybe two, three minutes, I tell them to stop. And I usually get about maybe six or seven ways to use a paperclip. You could probably think of six or seven ways to use it right now. Then I do the second phase of this experiment. I said, all right, let's do this exercise again, and but this time with something different. I want you to think outside the box. Be as creative as you can using a paperclip. I want you to be as creative as you can. Don't limit yourself. And then I have them work as a team so they can really get into it. But I, I'm, I'm always emphasizing in the second phase, it doesn't matter how good or bad the idea is, just write it down. I'm looking for quantity, not quality. And what always happens is that the first phase, they only get like six, maybe seven ideas on average. And then when I open up the floodgates to thinking, all of a sudden, now I get 20, 30, 40. I had 50 ideas come from a group on different ways to use a paperclip. And then I always ask the audience, what happened? Why is it in the first phase you only did six or seven ideas? And then you can get up to almost 50 in the second phase. Well, one is they were working alone in the first phase by themselves. Number two, I asked for great ideas, good ideas, quality ideas. So that really limited their thinking. In the second phase, they could work as a group, so now more ideas, but also I said, I'm not looking for quality ideas, I'm looking for quantity of ideas. And all of a sudden, their mental floodgates again just opened up and everything started coming out. Now, I love this experiment. It's something that Google uses to do brainstorming, and I want you to think about this. How can you really think outside the box? I want you to think of a problem you're currently having, something you're struggling with. And then I, and ask yourself, how can I think outside the box to find ways to execute on this? For example, maybe you're having a hard time connecting with clients, right? I'm making the calls, Victor. I'm leaving the voicemails. It's just not working. Well, maybe you need to go into your head now and basically say, how can I come up with ways to really stand out, to really draw some attention, to really attract people, make people, compel people to want to talk to me. And you may come up with different ideas. You can probably think of one or two right now. 
And then sometimes it'll be, you know, again, you're thinking about these different ideas. You're going, okay, you know what? Maybe instead of calling at this time of day, I'll call it this time of day. Maybe instead of calling, you know, with this type of script, I'm going to change my script and be more personal, be more enthusiastic. Or maybe you decide to do a video message instead of an actual voice message, whatever it is. Allow your creativity to flow. Don't look at your problem today and say, this is the only way I can solve it with what I got. No, zoom back, think paperclip. How else, what else can you come up with that'll give you more creative ways to approach your clients or solve whatever particular problem you have? Do that, let me know what you think because this exercise works. And if you don't want to do it by yourself, enlist a couple of colleagues. Get on a call, get on a Zoom call, Skype, whatever it may be, and really brainstorm, really think about how I can, how can we do this? How can we kind of crack the code when it comes to calling clients? How can we crack the code when it comes to getting clients to call back? How can we crack the code to upsell or cross-sell to sell more effectively? Whatever it may be, there's so many ideas you can come up with to execute that relate to your business that they're right in front of you. You just can't see them right now. And by getting together as a group, brainstorming, thinking outside the box like the paperclip, you might see new ideas that you're going to love and help you sell more. And that is it for this Sales Influence Podcast. Let me know what you come up with. Let me know what you think. I'd love to hear your feedback. Also, if you haven't done so, check out the Sales Velocity Academy. Again, over 50 courses, 500 plus videos. If you want to sell more faster, check out the salesvelocityacademy.com. Lastly, I want to thank you for listening. This is Victor Antonio, always reminding you, selling ain't hard when you know how. Take care.